All right, welcome to the Sexual Quantum Leap podcast episode three. Are we three now? Yes, episode we are. Episode three. Yes, we are. Um, yeah, my name is Pierre de Sosa and I am here with Andrew Miok. How are you, Andrew? Yeah, good, good, man. It has been an awesome morning so far and we are so psyched. This is our third podcast and we've already got so many great responses from the first two. So we're going to be hammering out some insane content for you guys. Awesome. All right. So today what we are going to talk about is deep emotional connections and being you with women. We're we're, going to get into all of this, but just a quick, quick note on this. This is really, I was about to say superpower, but it's not. But everything aside from this is really irrelevant. This is actually the stuff that once you learn how to do this, women will, 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 they will stay with you. They will be loyal to you. They will love you for no matter who you are. I want to say no matter who, who you are. I don't mean being a fucking loser, right? You still, you know, we'll talk about the other shit too. You got to be an attractive man. You got to have your balls. You got to have power. All this kind of stuff. But it's really connecting with them that really makes everything hold together, so to speak. So today we are going to talk about this for an, an entire hour. We might even go over time because we have a lot of stuff planned. If you are at home, I would recommend getting out the notepad because it's going to be a lot of cool shit here today. Um, and if not, we will try and get some listener to send us their notes and maybe we can put it up as a PDF. In the future, we're also going to get this transcribed so you can just download the show notes and everything later on. We haven't done that yet, though. Anyway, let's get going. Um, f- first of all, let's just establish what is an emotional connection. What do we actually mean when we say emotional connection with women? Um, so why don't you take this one away, Andrew, and I'll chip in a little bit. Awesome. For me, an emotional connection is when you can connect with someone at such a level that it is who they truly are. Like getting past all the bullshit, getting past all the facade. And then there's two aspects of this. Understanding how you can open up emotionally and express who you are fully. And then when you do this, that aspect of doing that is so freeing and liberating because you get to go, this is who I am to the world and give the middle finger to people who don't appreciate you, which I know is extremely scary. But when you do this, what's going to happen is people are going to love you and respect you so much more for who you actually are. And that emotional connection is the expression of who you are and then also understanding the depths of someone else's soul and when you can do that there's no reason for another human being to want to go anywhere else because what happens you get to have that that true authentic expression of all aspects of your um who you are and you're getting past surface layer bullshit like whether how was your day and that fake facade of like i'm trying to connect with you People trying to connect deep and emotionally like with trying to relate to how someone else is feeling and what they're doing. But true deep emotional connection is understanding that person at their core and what makes them tick. And then when you can get to that core, what's going to happen is that's when they will have un- like so much devotion for you, so much love, so much care. And they'll, you'll get to the point where I might be going on a tangent here, but women will start saying to you, you are the most amazing man I have ever met. I will never meet a man like you ever again. Who are you? Where did you come from? I can't believe I met a man like you. This is so incredible. I feel like you've known me for years. And that's what happens when yeah. you start getting a deep connection from a, from a woman and, and just even friends and people who are around you and that's what that is to me and it's we get off on this because i want to add to this before we really jump into today's podcast this is the fundamentals that create the great insane sexual experiences if you don't have this down pat 
what you're essentially doing is you're fucking a fake doll and who's just a basically a human fleshlight and this is what's going to create the explosive orgasms the great connections knowing and then the, and it's going to truly satisfy you and her and it's going to feel like a really fulfilling sexual connection yeah absolutely i think <clears throat> for me the, the way i see, the way i see um connection emotional connections it's basically when you you found a person where you basically let them look behind the curtains right mm-hmm. see so Im- imagine you're um you know there's a you go into a musical right and there's a stage and there's the lights and there's the the the, the actors are in the scene and they're wearing the makeup and they're wearing their costumes and they have their, have their the lines and the songs and the, 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 the dancing and the singing and everything is there, right? That's amazing. And that's what everybody gets to see publicly. And this is what we all do almost all the time. Or almost all of us do this almost all the time, right? It's a big song and dance because we suffer from extreme status anxiety. We suffer from seeking validation to an extremely deep level. And we'll talk about this in depth later on because these are really the things where I've done most of my work in. But that's what's happening. We're putting on a a song and dance for, for everyone all the time. And as long as you're having that song and dance and the other person's having that song and dance, all you're doing is just two people trying to perception ma- there is two people being busy with perception management right and you're not going to have any type of connection because it's not the real you connection is when it's the real you and it's a real other person having a real conversation it's basically you letting someone walk behind the curtains before you're in your costume, before you're in your makeup, when you're not putting on the song and dance, when it's just you there in fucking in, in a morning robe and, and and no makeup on, and uh, I mean, I don't know if you as do, but you you get my point. You're not you're not busy with the perception management, and the other person you're talking to is actually letting go of their perception management at the same time. Both of you for lack of a better word, are just being real. You are being you, right? And we'll talk about exactly how to do this later on. But for me, what, what a great principle that I try to live by as much as I can, even though I, I mess up as well, but I would recommend everybody to do this, is lead with your flaws, Right. Whenever you meet, okay. Whenever I meet new people, here's what I do. You don't. If you're working in corporate, maybe you can't. But this is what I do. When I meet new people, I let them know all my most controversial opinions and values and beliefs and habits first. That way, the people who shouldn't be in my life are going to be repelled right away, and the people who absolutely love the way that I view the world are. We have an instant magnetic connection. Right. So that's it. The most controversial stuff first. And then I start talking. It sounds weird, but I actually talk a lot about my insecurities, my fears, my mistakes, my regrets. And I basically show my, my, myself at my weakest point in a way. And I'm, I'm not doing it in, in a weak way. I'm like, yeah, this, this is fucked up about me. This is fucked up about me. This is fu-, like, you know, like I'm a, I'm a dumb cunt. I'm basically a crack baby. That's it, and I'm a little bit turbulent, and I'm this, and I'm that, and I'm that. And, hey, if you don't like it, that's cool. And then the people are like, ah, that's a bit much for me, which is a lot of people. I'm a, I'm a bit much for a lot of fucking people. And, uh, <laughs> like, for a lot of people, I'm a bit much. But for the people I'm not a bit much for, it's, it's like instant friendship, right away and with women is like an instant extremely deep emotional and sexual connection yeah and it's becoming from showing me without putting on the song and dance but i think you should tell them how scared it is as well to do this because it's it's exceptionally scary to be saying what pierre uh, to be doing what pierre is doing we get it we've been there because we've had quite a turbulent upbringing in a lot of respects and had some um, heavy shit go down and then expressing some of these things like for myself when I was growing up um, 
get so many things in regards to the drugs, the sex, the alcohol, things like this, and then basically getting into fights, getting my ass kicked, and things like this, and opening up about these deep wounds about who you are and expressing this to the world, and then being such an intense human being as well, it's really fucking difficult. And when we're when we're in this when we're in this place of like should we open up or shouldn't we open up what you're actually doing when you're not opening up you are hurting yourself now i remember this as i said i'm going to drop this guy's name a lot because he's helped me tremendously um d martini he basically says i rather have the world against me instead of my own soul and basically what when i heard that that really got me thinking about you're right as long as I'm in line with who I am, and when you know that, you feel this deep resonance and like this deep tingling in your body, feeling like you are on the right track. And when you can actually step into that place and go, you know what, I am doing the right thing. Even though I might be getting a lot of criticism and challenges on the outside world, you know what, at the end of the day, you are doing the right thing. And that's when you can really start opening up about who you are. This is who I am. This is what I'm about. This is how I'm going into this world. And this causes you to have insanely great experiences with women. Because if this does not happen, all of a sudden, the chances are, this is the paradox. If you don't open up, she's probably going to leave you. There's a high chance she's going to leave you, not wanting to go to, not going to want to stay with you because she wants to see the real you. We had this guy once. Remember that guy the other day we were talking to? Which hey, one? The one he was like faking that he went to a restaurant. Ah, no, no, faking, faking that he could not remember having been with this woman at a restaurant. Yeah. So the story goes, he was with this woman walking past a restaurant. He liked this woman. The thing is, he lost this woman. And we talked to another guy the other day. He, I'll go back to the story in a second. But this other guy had seven women he really liked. And he ended up losing them because the great uh, um, metaphor that Pierre said just before about the women, about putting on your dress and your gown and things like that, your wardrobe, he wasn't allowing women in. He wasn't showing them who he actually was. And the thing is, he was afraid to do that because he goes, if I do this, then I'm vulnerable. And we're going to do a whole... uh, Pierre is an expert in regards to talking about vulnerability. So we'll get definitely... Uh, do a podcast on vulnerability but in short vulnerability is not weakness it's purely strength but he didn't open up to these women he goes i'm so sad i know i lost all those seven women who i was dating back in the day because i was so scared to open up about who i was and i felt like they could only like me for this um, person and i remember being on the call remember this this guy was talking yeah like i nearly fucking broke down and cried like, he's talking. I stopped. I'm like, dude, I don't know what to say. Hmm. And he's coming to the uh, SQL retreat in May. And I can't wait. You know who you are. I can't wait to change your life. Now, do you want to go back to the restaurant example? Because that's what we were... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, he's, he's walking with it. And to, to put things into perspective a little bit. So, this guy is uh, is originally a relationship type of guy. He wants a woman... To, to, to share his life experience with you. He's a very successful guy. He's uh, good looking. He's in great shape. And very very sociable and confident and all these kind of things. And for So if, if he wanted to, he could, quote unquote, play the field, right? But he wants a woman to, 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 to share this journey of life with, right? He wants that deep companionship, which, which uh, is, is really his highest value when it comes to women. He wants to one... Uh, woman to really not necessarily do one in that way but like he wants one woman to share this with right so he had one woman and what happened this is actually one of the guys who who also told us that he was sort of having sex because he was supposed to have sex with his wife to spice things up or whatever um and he 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 even though he was very successful make a lot of money all these kind of things and confident all the shit he he lacked he didn't understand sexuality and he didn't understand masculinity really in in his relationship. So he didn't really have any balls. He didn't have his boundaries, um, and he was too soft and too weak in many ways, both 
on a relationship dynamic level, but also on the sexual dynamic level, right? What ended up happening is he later found out that she had actually been cheating on him for quite a while, right? So he was devastated. And on top of this, of course, what happens? She takes fucking half his money on top of all of this, right? So it's, it's a classic story. Really, really nice dude. Gets successful. Meets a woman. He falls in love with her. He's a bit too soft. She starts cheating, eventually they break up because he catches her, and then she's still entitled to half of his money, right? Well, we'll, we'll talk about those issues on another day. It, it's extremely sad and super tragic, especially for, for such a nice guy like this. What happens? It's like, what the fuck is wrong with this shit? How do I lose when I have the money, I have the looks, I have the career, and I'm a really nice dude? What else would a woman want? She's just searching for this. And now he finds people who, who starts basically leading him astray, right? So he goes to the other side of the coin, of the same coin of being too weak. He goes from being too soft to being domineering, right? So he's pretending to be aloof. He's pretending to be cocky. He's absolutely shit scared of showing any kind of emotion or affection. So he learns how to meet some women, right? But he keeps losing them. And then this is actually recent stories what he told us. Then he meets one chick that he really, really likes. So they, one day they walk past a restaurant and she's like, oh, it was so nice when we were at this restaurant. Do you, do you remember? So they just walked past something. And he thinks it's more because he was so hurt when he was cheating on for being too nice that he thinks that in order to impress her, he needs to be cold and aloof. So he says, what? We were here? I have no memory of this at all, honey. When was that? And just playing dumb. And apparently it was a bit of a big deal. It was a really nice restaurant. They were there for a while. It was romantic. It was everything. So for her, it really meant something. And then he shows that she means nothing to him because he couldn't even remember. But he did. But he just pretended not to remember. Not to be an asshole, but actually to impress her because he is so scared that showing that she means something will actually make her not attracted to him anymore. Mm. What ended up happening is that she said that she really likes him, but it shouldn't be this hard when you like someone this much. So she actually ended up leaving him as well. And he has this extremely strong pattern of keep being abandoned by women. First, because he was so soft and so weak. And then, because... He was also so soft and so weak, but he put on the song and dance of being tough. And that's the danger of not having the balls to connect, really. Yeah, it's, that was really hard to hear when he was saying that. And this is not uncommon. We hear a lot of these guys who... we Pierre and I were talking about this the other day. Remember the conversation? Like... Our whole lives, all we've focused on is dating relationships and mainly sexuality. And then we go, we've done it backwards, man. All these guys focusing on business and all these guys are like getting the quote unquote, the doing the, the normal life of getting a job where we're like the, the guys who have been obsessed about learning about this stuff, implementing it, going out there and things like that. And everything that we teach is backed up by our mentors and we've gone and tried. We don't just like watch a YouTube video or listen to something. We make sure we go out there and implement everything. And we've spent a fuck ton of money to learn from the best people we could find as well. And then we like put our bodies and our minds through the process. And we we just see, like we go, we wasted all this time, but now we're starting to um, share our message to the world and understand a few things more about how to get the message to you guys but beforehand we had no idea about business we had no idea what we we're doing but now we go oh what we're doing we're moving in the right direction because we've got all these years of experience to share with you and then we realize how absolutely important it is to learn this skill of understanding how to open up and tapping into this part of your mind because it's a part of your mind and it's a skill that it can be learned all this is a skill and if you don't look into this and practice this what's going to happen is you're not going to understand the fundamental keys this guy did nothing wrong he just didn't know what he was doing 
Who the thing is, no one was taught at school how to deeply connect. No one was taught from maybe I'm like maybe you see this functional relationship with your family or your uncle and your auntie or whatever that may be, and you go, oh, is that how people connect? Or maybe you had a manipulative um a mum or you had a like an abusive father or something like that. And when that happens, you're like, oh, is that how I'm meant to um, relate to this world? Is this how I'm meant to do things? But yeah. That's so fun. Like we were talking about our right. growing up, how that affects everything now. You're, you're, the way you grow up is the way that you show connection and affection. Connection and affection. I like the ring. Connection and affection with someone else. And Pierre and I definitely talk a lot about where we are at today in regards to this and how we connect. Actually, we won't bring it to that today, but we'll talk more about the deep connections with another human being. But the biggest one to do is understanding that you can connect deeply with someone. And the best part about this, a woman actually wants to feel this from you. And you know what? If you put yourself all on the table and go, yo, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. As Pierre described so beautifully before going, this is, I put all my demons basically on the table and express that. And you go, this is who I am. Because you're a fucking man. You lead, you go first, you put it on the table. And then she goes, oh, actually, that's too much for I don't like it. Awesome. Cool. Because I'm going to find a woman who loves me and accepts me and appreciates me for the, the wacky, weird motherfucker that I am. And yes, you are wacky and weird and you've got all your quirks. Allow them to come to the surface and be expressed. And when you do, put them all on the surface. You can have a true, genuine connection. And that's going to be heartfelt opposed to just going, I'm having something that's uh, kind of good enough. And just, I don't like that Australian like, because I'm Australian, mate, it comes across like, hey, just get it done, mate. Like, she'll be right. It's just like, yeah, you know what? Don't worry about it. It's it's good enough. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to just be good enough. I want to have an exceptional life, which I do. And I just want to keep getting better and better and having beautiful women who I deeply connect with, having amazing friends. And this happens by me putting myself out there and going first so that I can basically say, I'm willing to put myself out there and have this connection. I'm willing to put myself in the line for you not to like me. And that is the scary thought that most people don't want to go to. But And, and, th- and this is what's actually going to be rewarding as yeah, well. That's what I'm but that is the part where it's rewarding. Yeah. Exactly. And I go, when you do that, that's when the fucking magic truly happens. Mm. 100% man there is nothing in my life that feels more deep and more meaningful than when because here's the thing as men we have to be the fucking leaders right and everybody wants to be a leader when it's about taking the risk that causes adrenaline what about this one I'll open up when she opens up yeah like, oh. Like, oh don't never say I love you first it's like fuck you man Seriously, fuck you. Whoever is, is is spouting this foul bullshit and corrupting men's minds by making them afraid of opening up, you're a fucking pussy. Whoever the fuck is saying that shit, you're an absolute fucking... I don't even know. It's so disgusting. What about that guy in... We'll say he's in Melbourne, but he's in a different place. This guy in Melbourne was in a three. He's in been seeing this woman, I think, for eighteen months to three years or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't want to say it because I saw this one video. Yeah. And I'm gonna call out a dude, Corey Wayne. If you you're spouting, don't say I love you. Fuck you, man. Yeah. That is absolute. But Corey Wayne coaching. The thing is, yes, yeah. we're gonna call dudes out because you know this is disgusting. All this you're guy, doing is you're teaching men to become emotionally fucking constipated, and you're a fucking. I don't even know. You should not be fucking teaching anything. He has a video about, and this was the, this was a guy who we all had on a call, and. Basically, he, he's been seeing this woman. We'll say 18 months or three years. I can't remember because we have about five to six, sometimes eight calls a day with guys who are going through the application process for SQL. So it's just it's just insane. But we'll say 18 months to three years. We'll just say three years. Yeah. This motherfucker goes, I watched a video on that guy and it told me I can't open up and say I love you first. Yeah. Actually, oh, do you want, do no, you want yeah, no, no, go ahead. Go, go. So he didn't say, and a guy on the retreat holy shit 
This is one oh, of my favorite. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. We but, we need to get him on the podcast. Yeah, for sure. Because he's got a fucking story. Oh, my God. So, this, my main man from Perth, I'll just call him that. I'll, I'll call him, I'll call him Cameron from now on. He, he's, he's probably happy to say his name, but what I want to do, as I said, everything is very, we, we pride ourselves on confidentiality for our, the clients that come through our retreats. So, this guy, Cameron, he came on the retreat. He's a six foot five dude with four kids and he's a kickboxer and he's a very strong uh, man physically and psychologically. Been through a marriage, gone through the divorce, all that stuff. And what happened with this guy? I remember him coming on the retreat and you could still see there was so much hurt inside of him from his ex-wife and there's like these little like, he, he worked through quite a bit but there's still those little things that were holding him back from actually expressing himself. And I remember sitting, this is like a man, like you would not see this guy cry. This is a man who is like a big fucking solid dude, yeah? Oh, by the way, on the retreats, everyone breaks down and cries. There's blood, sweat, and tears. Pierre and myself, we're always breaking down and crying because we see how much emotional change that these men actually go through. It's insane. Now, this guy, Cameron, he came on and he was a bit like stoic and kind of like tried to put on the tough facade. And I'm like, I'm going to break you down because you fucking need this. You need to show, there's that masculine and feminine side. You need to have more of that softer side and let it shine through because everyone who comes on the treat, retreat has integrity and has a beautiful heart. And this man is, has so much integrity and has such a beautiful heart. Anyway, moving forward, I remember he was like saying, oh, I can't say I love you. He had the same bullshit. Yeah. Do you remember I was telling you this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. It was like, I can't say I love you first. I can't open up. No, fuck that. I go, how long have you been seeing this woman? He's like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for her. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? You have got to be kidding me. Like, he goes, oh, but she has to say it first. And uh, he's like playing. He's like a 45-year-old man playing little fucking games that are just like detrimental to who's his own psychological health. It's actually eroding his self-confidence, making him feel like shit. And then also he can't actually have a relationship where he really wants to. Basically, this is so fucking powerful. I hope you, what happened was he was sitting down there and we're talking about this. He's saying, I can't say I love her. Where this woman's coming over. She's basically not, this is, she was coming over. She was like showing him so much love physically, like, cooking, cleaning, they go out on like beautiful romantic um, dates for dinner, they go to nice um, wineries on the weekend, they have great sex, they like do these beautiful things, they send really lovely messages to each other all the time. It was like a full-blown relationship and stuff like this and so many other aspects, but he was like, and she's showing so much love, care and affection because she was such a beautiful feminine woman. And also, also her culture is like very nurturing and very caring as well. So he's getting all this love, but he was like, oh, I can't say I love you. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? As Pierre said before, I go, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? I go, she is showing you how much she loves you. She's afraid just as much as you are. And you talk about masculinity, being a man, connection and all this shit. You're doing the furthest thing from it because you're a scared little boy who doesn't want to get hurt again. And then all of a sudden, the floodgates open the fuck up and he's bawling his eyes out. And he's like, man, I fucked up. You should see it. See, I'm telling you, it's a sight to see when you see a full grown man breaking down and crying. And then you're there and you're basically walking him through the process so then he can have this understanding so then he doesn't make this mistake again. The only reason I'm saying this is because I want him to have the connections. I want you to have the connections and stop putting on this fucking mask, this stoic persona, this fucking false, this false facade. And basically, he's like, so how do I do this? I go, you start off small and go, I have something to tell you. So he goes, I don't want to tell her on the retreat. I want to tell her in person. Because that's a difference. A lot of guys ask about what's the difference between the best she ever had um, online academy and the retreat. It's like the retreat is like the deep, deep emotional work that we go through and um, changing so many in-depth perspectives that can't happen on the online academy. You're going to get so much insights and like really technical stuff on the academy. 
and like blueprints, but there's something magical that happens on these retreats that can only be expressed in person when we're doing these physical exercises and you're actually going through like, you're going through the motions, but you're actually going in depth into the motions. Then when he went back, when he went back to, when he went back to his hometown to meet um, his woman, that he went and picked her up. And the first thing he said to her was, I love you. And she broke down. She was so emotional. I'm actually like choking up thinking about this because she broke down. He broke down. And of course she fucking said, I love you back because he said it and she's been dying to hear it for such a long time. It's just something with women. They want to hear that from you. They want to feel that. It's such a masculine thing. It's such a role of leadership to say this, to go first, to take that fucking risk. But really, he wasn't. For him, it was no fucking risk. He, she was showing it through her actions and everything that she was doing. And then when she, and then when he said it, it was like a weight lifted off his shoulder. And I'll never forget the message that I got from him. He goes, Andrew, you changed my fucking life. I thank you so much. And I can't believe I held back from telling this woman how much I do care about her and how much I do love her for such a long time. And you have taken our relationship to the next level because I feel like I can emotionally connect with her now, express who I am and talk about real shit instead of being this juvenile little fucking boy. So thank you. Yeah, that, that story is actually pretty amazing. I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, so that's a short wrap of what, what, what is connection. Um, what, what I wanted to talk about next is why does emotional connection happen? What is the point of this, right? And we, we, can, we can talk about this from a couple of different perspectives, of course. Well, the, the, the way I see it, I, I like to look at things from as much of a scientific standpoint as possible when explaining things. Because if it's a little bit too out there, my the way my brain is wired, I have a little bit of a hard time wrapping my head around it. And if I have a hard time wrapping my head around it, I'm just not really going to go after it. So for me, when I was starting out learning all this, mastering all, all, all this with understanding masculine, feminine communication styles, how, how polarities work, sexuality, satisfying women, connecting with women, all this kind of stuff. I always wanted to understand what is the science behind this, right? So for any potential PhDs in evolutionary biology and psychology, I am so sorry for absolutely butchering this, but Put simply, what what is happening is that we we are wired to create to create pair bonds, right? We we are hum we are, we are we are animals in a way, but we're also highly evolved humans. And the way our brain works, and we try to rationalize everything, so we think we're so far above our instincts and our impulses and our animalistic nature. But at the end of the day, that's just simply not the case at all, right? So, human beings, and again, I apologize to actual PhDs and things in this. I'm definitely the first from the case. I'm a fucking crack baby. But it is what it is, right? I'm going to give him my two cents. These understandings have helped me a lot. That's why I'm sharing it. Not so that I can sound smart because that's the last thing I fucking am. So... Pair bonding. What is happening? Well, as humans, we have the longest period where the, where our children are basically useless and worthless, right? Of any animal, and it's actually a word for this. I'm not exactly sure what 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 the word is, but essentially, as humans, we can't leave our children on their own. In modern society, really, until they're 18 because of laws and shit. But even in nature, like if we were fucking caveman, we 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 can't leave. Like, let our children run out into the world on their own when they're 8 years old? Not even when they're 10. In some cultures, maybe when they're 12, right? Whereas most animals on the planet, they let their young run free. If, if, if it's like an animal that actually wait with this, it's like when, when they're 2 years old. A lot of animals let their, let their young run, leave the, the, the pack or whatever at like fucking a few months old, 
right? So our children are helpless for a, for a very, very long time, which means the fathers need to stay around for a long time, the mothers need to be there and watch over them for an extremely long time. And in order for, for this to work, we need real, true, deep bonds between each other. So we're actually evolutionarily wired to create these extreme bonds. And these bonds are so deeply wired that this is what's actually creating a lot of our meaning in a life, right? Because you can look at the world through a nihilistic lens where, where life is just a tragedy and it just has no real positive meaning to it, right? For the record, I've spoken to a lot of nihilists and they think that they view the world as just as is that that's not the case a nihilistic worldview is the world is tragic and there's no there's no meaning in anything positive that happens but it's just a tragedy like nothing matters no but yeah but it's they don't see it as nothing matters nothing positive matters but there's a lot of tragedy to life right but that that's just not the case life has a lot of fucking meaning and Pair bonding is one of the big things that give us meaning, having children and then a lot of other spiritual connections and that kind of stuff. We won't get into that. But essentially, we are extremely deeply wired to appreciate and value emotional connections, especially between the sexes, but also among friends because we're tribal animals and we need to build tribes in order to survive and thrive in, in the world. That's why human beings are dominating the planet because we knew how to create those bonds, right? It's no, it's no coincidence. And it's in a way part of why our brains are so sophisticated. There are other reasons as well, like when we started standing up and started using our eyes in a different way that made our brains grow. We can get into that in a different podcast as well. But long story short, this, if you try to suppress this part of yourself that wants to have a deep connection, you're trying to suppress one of the mo- one of the strongest hard wirings in you as a human being. And if you suppress something like that, this will come back and bite you hard. It will keep playing in your unconscious for a long time because you're you're not being true to who you are as a person, as a human, and as a being itself. Um, so f- for a lot of people, you know, for a lot of guys, they've been hurt by women. They've, they've been too soft and they ended up being walked all over, cheated on left, taken for half the money, all these kind of things. And they shut down and they don't want to love anymore. They Like, how can she do this? How can she just leave me? How can she just love someone else so quickly? And it hurts. And I get that. It's happened to me as well. It's fucked up. But. Well, actually, the cheating and, and leaving hasn't happened to me. But the pain has happened to me, right? Luckily for me, I, I actually learned the masculinity principles before I ended up getting into relationships. So I didn't have to go through that pain. But there's other pains and I'll go through those in, in future podcasts as well. But the point is, if you allow one woman to hurt you, to, shut, to make you shut down, wanting to have an emotional connection, you will hurt yourself much more than any woman could ever do. So I'll just leave you with this. You need to learn to be comfortable with emotional connections. However, if you don't know how to do it right, if you do not know sexuality, masculinity, then the emotional connection will be from the point of view of a very soft little boy without having any of the grown-ass man (laughs) components of it. And that's how you get left and cheated on. But you can't, yes, you can trust women. Yes, women can be loyal. Yes, women are beautiful. They're amazing. And they're an amazing part of life. And if you connect with a woman, there is no reason to be paranoid if you have these other components that we teach you in place at the same time. Completely agree. And also, just because your ex-girlfriend was like a certain way, does not mean that your current woman is going to be the same. And we see this, it's like, well, that happened in the past, she was like this, and I've seen this happen before. It's like, yes, history does repeat itself if you don't change the fundamental 
actions that you did in the past. And I've seen there's a buddy of mine who keeps getting in to the same relationship dynamics. He's always talking about open your heart and just express yourself fully. And we are all for that. Hence, we're talking about connection in this podcast. Open your heart. Be expressive. Be vulnerable. But this motherfucker doesn't have any balls. And he doesn't have any balls. And the thing is, I had a concept back in the day. was like, be the nice guy with boundaries. So you want to be a nice guy. Open up. Connect. Show who you are. This express the um, full extension of your deepest parts of your um, emotional... Um, um, your deepest parts of your emotional uh, upbringing, who you are, what's going on for you, yada, yada, yada. But then also, you want to say what you stand for as well. And we're going to talk a lot about that, tying all the principles of masculinity and why it's so important. And you might be thinking, this is a sexual quantum leap podcast. How this, does this all tie in? Because if you don't have balls, you can't assert yourself, you can't step the fuck up to the plate. The thing is, this is all about connection. This is going to cause such a great connection with a woman because it shows how much self-respect that you do have and you're showing what you will and will not stand for as well in the long term. And she goes, well, I can connect with this guy so deeply because I can see how much he has respect for who he is. And this guy, and you might be that same guy who's like, women always cheat on me. Women always leave me. Women don't want to stay around. They they are just, they, they can't be trusted. Chances are you don't know something about women or there's some maybe some something from your childhood or something from the past that has gone on that you have not actually dealt with. And until you deal with this, you're going to go through the same patterns over and over again and saying women don't open up. Basically, a woman can't trust you if you can't open up and talk about what's going on for you. And then on the flip side of this, which is she has to feel that she can trust you through the dominance and by asserting who you are. And when you can do that, that's when a strong connection is um, that's when a strong connection is born. And just because we we're talking a little bit about dominance yesterday, I want to like side tangent just slightly. Dominance is a way that you can connect with a woman and dominance is love. And dominance is such a way of building strong emotional connections with the person from a sexual from a sexual's perspective. Because when you're doing some maybe potentially in short for this podcast today, some crazy earth shit in the bedroom, think about it. You could be tying a girl up. You could be like running ice over her body and she's blindfolded. That's a lot of trust. And a lot of that trust will create that deeper connection with that person. And then she has to let go and surrender to you. So don't think, oh, dominance doesn't create um, connection. It's just you're overbearing. Dominance is love and it creates such a deep connection. And I can't wait in the future to do a lot of podcasts on the, the link between dominance and connection. Yeah, just a super short note on, on the dominance thing. So you can look at it like this. If your dominance is coming across as a it's the song and dance thing, then you're being domineering. You're being controlling, right? Dominance done the right way is supposed to create, it's not supposed to, but it does create an extremely deep emotional bond between you and the other person. Uh, but the way it needs to be done, it needs to be the thing that you go behind the curtain, right? And you're opening up the two of you and you're extremely vulnerable and extremely naked. And you're playing around with these extreme, basically polarities sexually. And you're playing around with this and you, you're, you're testing new things and you're exploring sexuality if in a way that's actually extremely vulnerable so even for you you're testing things you're pushing your yourself but never push yourself more like if if you're not actually training this don't actually push your comfort zone so to say because it's it's it can be extremely dangerous but that's it if your dominance is a show and dance it's a song and dance and uh, you're putting on a performance then it's not going to help with your connection it's not going to do anything for you and it's just going to put pressure on you and you're not going to feel that good afterwards except for maybe a slight ego validation that you felt like you were the man right but the real way like if you can go behind a curtain and you can allow the true self to be expressed right and if that true self happens to be 
a d- very dominant way of acting and hers is an extremely submissive way of act- not acting is the wrong way expressing right and that creates an extremely deep emotional connection as well right could not agree more and yeah definitely in the future we will talk more about dominance and connection i can't wait to do that because there's so much misconceptions about dominance and people thinking they're being dominant and if they do this they're they're actually thinking that it's wrong but it's not and in the sexual realm it can be such a beautiful you know it can be and is such a beautiful thing to do and giving that person that beautiful experience yeah absolutely Okay, so next up, I wanted to talk a little bit about what is the downside of creating this deep emotional connection. Because, you know, there are pros and cons to everything. And I don't think we should just give you a one-sided argument here. Because there are downsides of deep emotional connections as well, of course. Um, what what I... What, what, the, the way I see things is... The downside of deep emotional connection is twofold. Number one, you essentially get an insane amount of power over the other person, right? I'm going to be a little bit cheesy here and do a fucking Spider-Man quote. So you know it's coming up. But with great power comes great responsibility, right? And I'm not sure if responsibility in itself is a downside. But the, the problem is that... It's when you have that kind of power over someone, you can't for a second neglect the responsibility that you have. So actually, what one of the main reasons why we have such a rigorous application process for the programs is if people learn this stuff that we teach on, 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 on the retreats are extremely deep emotional connections. There's a completely different dimension of of connection that you've ever thought fucking possible even with yourself we'll teach you how to actually connect with yourself but we'll talk about that in another podcast the reason why we're so adamant about this application process is because if you come to this program and you're not the kind of person who honor responsibilities you don't have integrity you don't have that part of your personality maybe you're just a normal guy that that will not work in or, with the amount of power that comes that you will get over a woman when you learn this stuff with this kind of connection you have to have literally impeccable integrity right and that's what i would say is the downside is that after you create this kind of emotion you know, it's great. She will never leave you. She will be extremely loyal. She will love you forever. She will be there whenever you need her. And it's amazing. But you have to honor this. Because mm. if you if you create this extreme connection, of course, she will have a lot of power over you. As, as so many men have been hurt. All these kind of things. But you have to understand, if you are the dominant and she is su- the submissive, you are actually the one with more power in this situation. And you need to accept full responsibility for how she may or may not be hurt or damaged by you or emotionally harmed or physically harmed, right? But if you're creating creating psychological or emotional harm with this, you're a shit person. You're a shit, shit person. And you don't deserve any woman any friendships any success or anything right so that that's really the downside is it's it's actually at at, at this level where, where me and Andrew are at in our journeys what's terrifying is not any type of sexual performance and kind of thing like that but once we're meeting a woman once we're developing a relationship with a woman we are actually scared about the responsibility that will start ensuing because we know where this is headed because we can't really help it we get that extreme bond extreme connection and we we know how extremely impeccable we have to be with our word and with our actions in order to make sure that these women grow become better people and have better lives as a result of being with us and not get damaged right because it's the power of this, you're never going to have a neutral effect on a woman ever again after you learn this. 
you're going to either make a life a hundred times better or you're going to actually really damage her. So it's very, very important that you understand this. And this is to me a bit of a downside. I wish you could just have the, the beautiful, amazing connection and you don't have to worry about anything else. But the fact of the matter is you really need to be careful. You need to be mindful at all times of how you're affecting the other person. And for lack of a better word, you need to be a truly benevolent leader. That's really what you need to do. Yeah. On that note, I concur completely because when you understand, there's three things actually I want to talk about for this. You might see this at the start. When you really start understanding how to deeply connect with someone and you've done this multiple, multiple times, it's coming from your heart. But the thing is, when you've been obsessed about it, like Pierre and I have done for so many years, what happens? You start to see patterns in communication and and human and human behavior where you can't help but understanding what to do in certain situations to elicit a certain emotion and a feeling inside someone and by doing this this it sounds manipulative and wrong but the thing is it's just the human dynamics and understanding that save your salesman and you're watching this and you've like had so many sales calls over your whole life what's going to happen is you're going to start to understand patterns in human um, human experience and human um, behavior um, buying patterns about someone said this and you know you can say this over time because that's the best way to basically close the deal and you're only closing deals if it's in the other person's best interest it's the same as sales if you're trying to close a deal and you know it's not in their best interest and you know the product is not going to be best for them but it's going to be a win for you that is not a fair exchange we the best way to look at this is we are doing it like from a perspective of like this is in the best interest in the woman. I only have good intentions for the person who's in front of me. And by doing this, she's going to win so much and so am I. And the thing is, it's so like you get to a point like, oh my God, you can basically see through a woman. And that is exceptionally scary. Now, I've got uh, I've got a few more points to tap on, um, touch on to, but what we're going to do in the next podcast because we've gone well, we'll be going well over time for this. Yeah. What we'll be doing is we're going to go into what happens if you don't connect with a woman, and we want to do a whole hour on that. So this is going to be a part two, and it's so important to understand the the downside a little bit more because if you don't get this, this is when a woman will leave you, and she or so many other things. But we'll touch on that for an hour. But talking about what more about the downside just for this part here, it's if you're trying to open Pandora's box and you're trying to open up this woman and you do such in a deep emotional way, remember, you are opening up yourself as well. And this is going to hurt you just as much as it's going to hurt her. And the thing is, if you've done this just because you're trying to be manipulative or try to try, try a new technique, you're actually so invested into this that you're going hoping and praying that this thing will work. And then when it does like work, quote unquote, because you've been a manipulative cunt, what happens is she's going to be switched off, turned off. Um, you're going to be so like, if she does something, you that's the control. The, be the beauty of this is just allowing things to happen by expressing you who you are emotionally. And when you can do this, what happens is you're coming from genuine intent and then you can actually go through genuine emotions opposed to going, I have fabricated something for my own personal for my own personal gain, which comes across as egotistical. And I get it. You may have been hurt in the past by women. You may have been cheated on. You may have all these things, but don't do something because you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to hurt this beautiful woman and karma is a fucking bitch and will come back and bite you on the ass. Do you have anything to say else before I go to the third point? No, go ahead. Go ahead. For the third point, it is a rabbit hole. Think about this. Most guys, they'll have sex with a girl. They'll talk a little bit about who she is. And in Best You Ever Had uh, for the Academy and then also in depth on the retreat, we talk about this concepts, about really how to make this happen in such nuanced detail because it's so important. And what we always say is most women, they guys ask general fucking questions. 
ask bullshit questions and just like kind of get to know her on a surface level. Maybe if they're lucky, they get to know her on a little bit more on a deeper perspective, maybe. But what we fundamentally teach and what guys understand and from some of the stuff you've learned on the podcast, you are starting to get to learn and get to a woman's core, who she is. And what I want to make clear is this is a fucking deep rabbit hole. So deep. Most women are going going out to a club. Maybe if you pick up a girl from a bar or something like that, or you just like meet a woman through a friend. You maybe have a nice dinner with her, for example. You take her for a coffee. Then the next day you see her, for example, and then you have sex with her. And you might put her in missionary and then you do a bit of doggy style and that might be a bit extreme and you might might grab her ass and you're thinking, well, was that too much? And then she goes to work the next day, next week, not thinking much about it. But when you're a dude who understands exactly what to do in the bedroom and you know how to connect deeply with her from just a, an emotional standpoint and then a point from the um, deep, connecting deeply sexual um, connection. So you've got the sexual connection, the emotional connection. Yes, they're linked in a way, but the emotional connection is more about who she is and then the sexual connection is more localized to her sexuality. When you can do this and you're taking a your woman to such a place, it is a fucking epic journey. It's an experience that she's not going to have with any other guy. And you have basically popped her fucking cherry. And she's like, who the fuck is this guy? As I said earlier on in the podcast. And what happens is it is your duty. And as Pierre said, your obligation to take this as fucking great responsibility. Because it is. Because she will be attached. She'll be following you around like a little puppy dog. And she won't want to leave you. So remember, this is a deep rabbit hole that we are going to... And the thing is, there's so much stuff that we can't actually say on this um, podcast because we don't know who's listening, but we want to give you a lot of in-depth understanding for because that's why we have like such a vigorous process for the retreat and screening people who come through. There's a huge application process because this work can be used for bad, but we want to give you enough understanding because we know there's a beautiful man listening to this and they want to connect so deeply with a woman. So just make sure when you're doing this and you're getting to understand her whole you are got, taking her, taking Alice down the fucking road and you're taking her to Wonderland. And this is her Matrix fucking moment with Neo as well. And she is taking the red pill when she's with you. Most other people, she's taking the blue pill. But with you, my God, she's taking that red pill and there's no way back once she's given you that experience. We still, Pierre and I get, I get women now, you'll start getting women say this to you when you start building these strong, deep emotional connections with them, they go, fuck you. I hate you. You're an asshole. And I'm like, why the fuck are you hating me? And why are you calling me an asshole? It doesn't make sense. Then I realize they start saying shit. Where am I ever going to find a man like you again? And this is not just me. Take me out of the picture. This is from multiple clients, from my mentors got this said to them so many times, myself, Pierre, and so many other, other, my other buddies, because you've created such a strong bond between the two of you. Yeah, it's 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 incredible. Once you understand this stuff fully, what you eventually start doing is you start being able to read women, right? And it's like without her saying anything in particular, you can look at her body and listen to her tone and you know exactly what emotions she's having, what thoughts she's having, everything that she's going through at this moment. And once you do that, you know exactly what she needs and what she wishes for in that moment, moment by moment. And you can almost pretty much be inside her head. And literally, the second she needs something different, you give her that. The second she needs back to the first thing, you give her that. And it's, it's like you're inside her, her, her mind, right? And, and so she knows that she can let go completely and completely relinquish all control because she doesn't need to give you any instructions. You just know her better than she knows her own mind and her own body and her own fucking soul. And you can just take complete control and you are just running this train and she can just go take a seat in, in take a seat somewhere else in the fucking train and she can just fucking enjoy the, the ride and she knows she will safely get to the end goal and she will enjoy the ride to the goal without any worries without any distrust or without anything else. But it's up to you to make sure that the end destination you get to is beneficial for her. And that's where the responsibility comes in. 
Yeah, definitely. And on that, we get a lot of guys like saying, how can I satisfy a woman? Like, how can I truly satisfy her? There's two aspects. There's the physical satisfaction, correct? But the most important is the psychological satisfaction. And when you can do this, when you can psychologically satisfy her and understand her at her core, that is where the true satisfaction comes in. Understanding deep uh, her deeply, emotionally, what she wants and what she truly craves and needs. And when you can do this, that psychological satisfaction will lead into the bedroom and leading to so many other aspects of her not wanting to leave you and stay with you. I remember this woman said to me once, she's like, unlock my mind and then my body will follow. It's the exact same principle. And then she will be satisfied and she'll want to stay with you. And then the most important part as well is you sometimes forget this. You are going to have a satisfying, satisfying, fulfilled and enriched relationship. Yeah, 100%. Emotional and psychological satisfaction is where it's at. Unlock, unlock her psychologically, unlock her emotionally, and then you will unlock her physically. And once you have all those three, you will unlock her spiritually as well. But that's a whole different story. But that's when the extreme levels of emotional connection start coming into play. And I think with that, we'll start capping this off. We still have a lot to go through. Um, but we are at the one hour mark right now. So what we'll do is we'll give you an entire hour more on this stuff tomorrow with a few practical applications on how to really create those deep emotional connections with women. Um, I think that's all I have to say on this today. Do you have anything else to add, Andrew? We're all good. Yeah. All thank, right. you, thank you for tuning in. Sweet. So last thing, if you would like to support this podcast, it is pretty simple. So what we're doing is we have a pledge. We are going to give you at least one hour every single day. Um, Yesterday, we spent two hours podcasting uh, because the first hour, actually, the files basically got... They, we, 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 we fucked up a little bit. So what we did is we sat down and created, recreated the whole podcast again for you. Today, it's, this is the first thing we're doing in the morning. This podcast and giving this to you for free is our main priority right now. And after this one, we're going to create the second podcast right back to back to make sure that we always have a little bit of a backlog so we will never miss a day for you. So if you want this this to keep going, if you want to support this, if you want to support the movement, if you want to join this revolution, you can do a couple of different things. If you are strapped for cash, that is all good. We still want to help you. And the best way you could help us and you could help the movement as a whole and you could help other men is to just share this podcast, right? This podcast is about making men better again. It's about making men men again. Um, this is not just sexuality. Sure, we'll, we'll teach you how to make girls squirt, how to make them orgasm, how to do all that. That's the easy part. What we're, it's like, we've been doing that for years. That's, that's for granted, right? What this is really all about is actually making men truly be men again. We want women to actually not go, where are all the good men? Because everyone is either a pussy or they're a domineering cunt. We want men to actually be really great again, right? So in order to support this, share this. Share this with your friends. Share this with your fucking family. Share this with your dad. Share this with everyone who fucking needs it. Play this at the office. Do, do it wherever you can. That is really the best way to, 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 to support this movement if you are interested in this succeeding number two hey we have a a toy shop go to andrewmiok.com there should be links all over this podcast and if not i'll spell it out to you andrew you should be able to spell andrew a-n-d-r-e-w and last name is m-i-o-c-h.com right so go check it out and on there, you also have a free course that we put together. It's a huge course that it's not the classic little marketing trick. Here's a free little thing where we're going to sell you a bunch of shit. Our marketing friends, our business mentors, they told us this is too long, it's too big. 
this doesn't work as a marketing thing. We have to explain to them, this is not marketing. This is us giving you a fuck ton of value. This is so big and so much free value that it's actually going to require a fuck ton of discipline from you to even go through the thing. It's extremely practical, easy to implement stuff, and a lot of deep psychology in this course it's five parts each part has a text module and a video module and we got a couple of bonuses in it as well it's created as a product it's created as if it would be sold for a thousand dollars five hundred to thousand dollars but we still gave it away for free because we believe that the more we give the better the world becomes so that's another thing you can do and you can share that course with people as well that's another great way of supporting the movement because this is not about us making the money. This is about the movement getting out there, right? And then if you want to change your life, go to the website. You have information on the on the paid product, the academy. You have information on the retreat and all these other things. And if you have any other questions, email us at am at andrewmiok.com. And I will leave you with this today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks, guys.